0: school starts soon right she's already school in starts, school oh already
1: yep she's been in school for two weeks
0: oh wow okay
1: oh yeah I'll, I'll tell you a story on the podcast about the first day of school uh-oh
0: okay dance monkey dance
1: Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance I'm Chris I'm John John's back, how are you John?
0: I'm good, I'm good, glad to be here Yeah? Survived the hurricane, you know
1: Yeah? Did you have a lot of effects of the hurricane? Did they shut Disney down? Nope, Nope.
0: not a damn thing (laughs) There was some rain, but there was more rain like a day or two before the storm ever hit Yeah didn't have the winds, didn't have nothing. (laughs) Nothing.
1: We got a tropical storm out of it um, because it had been over land long enough to lose a lot of the intensity. Um, It rained really hard for about 15 to 20 minutes in which point there was a tornado about a half a mile from here. And if you look up um, South Carolina tornado tosses car. Um, there was a car like they were, they were stuck in traffic because of the rain and traffic around here sucks anyway. And this tornado just came out of the air onto this one car and flipped it onto another. Um, it was really, really intense. And then, um, the next day, and that was pretty much it for, like, what we got from the hurricane. And so the okay. next day on, like, CBS Morning News or something, they interviewed the driver of the car. And it turns out that she's five months pregnant and was uninjured in the The tornado. And so, really, yeah. And so my question is, I want to know what she did to have God throw a tornado at her. Because it was only her and it was one of those fuck this car in particular moments. Yeah. Like it like and if it's interesting because there was according to like the meteorologist that I follow, there was no warning that there was a tornado coming. Like, normally wow. they can kind of see them in the radar. Right. And so they'll be like, oh, there's rotation. You got to watch out. So there was none of that. And this one particular car got slammed by the tornado. And I was just like, oh, I wonder what she did. Because she pissed off God, if you believe in that.
0: Mm. Well, you know, God just makes you realize how blessed you are, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's what God's all about.
1: Fuck you with a tornado and then you're supposed to feel grateful for it? Yes. Oh, okay.
0: However, he did drop a hundred-year-old tree on, on our governor's house.
1: <laughs> Which and then yesterday, we, the motherfucker used as a backdrop of a thing that said, if you loot, we shoot.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. There were Nazis at Disney again yesterday.
1: I saw that. They were all over Central Florida yesterday.
0: Yeah. I don't know why they're not just locked up. Well, other than Florida's corrupt and a shithole.
1: Well, because your, your governor is a fascist, and he likes the fact that they're out there.
0: Yeah, he does.
1: It is amazing, though, that they'll wear a mask for that out in the Florida summer heat, but they wouldn't wear a mask for COVID right I mean if you're really proud of your stance why are you wearing a mask I don't get that but maybe I'm not supposed to
0: I don't know too many questions
1: (laughs) so while you were gone my kid went back to school yeah and the first day of school uh, about 15 minutes into the day I get a text message from the school saying um, it was one of those automated ones about there's been an incident in the parking lot and everything has been handled. All the kids are safe. And so in doing some online research it turns out that there was a at uh, at her school complex there are three actual schools. There's a primary school and then there's the middle school is next to that. And then next to that is the elementary school and primary school is kindergarten through second grade elementary is third through sixth. And then middle is seven, seven. No elementary school is third through fifth. And then the middle school is six, seven and eight. And so apparently parents who were trying to figure out what to do on the first day of school at the primary school. Uh, Got into an argument. A mother and a grandmother got into an argument where the mother pulled out a gun on school property and threatened the grandmother. Jesus! Now, there are always cops the first week of school because nobody knows where to go and they direct traffic. So cops were there like instantly. And in arresting the mother because a gun on school property is illegal and talking to the grandmother uh, they found out that the grandmother also had a gun and so they arrested her as well now the that's not the most fucked up part of the story oh gosh the most fucked up part of the story is they released pictures and ages of the two women that were arrested okay the mother was 35. And the grandmother was forty two.
0: And this was the woman's mother? No. No A different grandmother. It, this is
1: this is just a, a grandmother that was dropping her grandchild off at
0: school. Okay. Okay.
1: And she is forty two.
0: Was her name Lauren Boeberg? <laughs>
1: Oh man, what a fucked up world, man.
0: Cuz that would check a lot of boxes.
1: No, and uh, you know, it is the south, so I don't put anything past these people, but yeah, both were arrested, both face charges of weapons on a school property. Awesome. So yeah, South Carolina. Woohoo.
0: That's that's great. I, <laughs> yeah.
1: you know nothing but the finest people
0: uh yeah i think the finest people are few and far between these days
1: well yeah but at least we're two of them
0: yes we yeah. are <laughs> and we know and we know a couple more yeah so we yes So we had a couple of deaths while I was gone.
1: Yeah, which which ones are you thinking about in particular?
0: Uh, spay and neuter your pets, Bob Barker.
1: Yeah, he died at ninety nine.
0: I know. What is it with God not letting him get to a hundred?
1: Well, you got it. You can't get you can't get to a dollar without going over.
0: That, that's yes, that's very funny. <laughs> but he did the same thing to Betty White. If you believe in God why <laughs> did you know that Bob Barker grew up on an Indian reservation
1: I did not I didn't realize was is, was he American Indian
0: uh, his father was one quarter Sioux
1: Native American I should say yes Um. oh wow I did not know yes
0: that. Uh, th- in the U.S. Indian Census role enlists him as a citizen of the Rosebud Sioux Tribe.
1: Interesting.
0: Uh, he trained as a fighter pilot in World War II, but never served in combat. Wow. He had no kids. He had no kids because he saw other people in the industry have bad relationships with their children, and he didn't want to put that through, you know, put a kid through that. Wow. It's kind of sad, but kind of smart.
1: Was he married, though?
0: He was married. Uh, he was married, and he had a long-term girlfriend oh. after the first wife died in 81. Oh.
1: Wow. So it was kind of interesting.
0: I didn't realize that he was a rotating guest host on The Huckabee Show. Says a bit about his politics. Oh. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, and he also voiced a
0: character on SpongeBob SquarePants.
1: Really. He was
0: Bob Bob Barnacle.
1: Oh. (laughs) That's funny.
0: Yeah, interesting guy. He his his girlfriend after the wife died. They decided not to get married they still lived in separate houses they didn't want kids it's like oh okay interesting and I guess in later years she described it as being a platonic relationship
1: wasn't there stories about him though with like the Price is Right models
0: two of them sued him yeah uh, the first one was in 94 Diane Parkinson And the second one in 1995 was Holly Hallstrom. Okay. and She says she was fired because she gained... um, Too much weight? He's saying that she was fired basically because she had gained weight. But she is saying that he asked her to give false information regarding the Diane Parkinson lawsuit.
1: Oh. At
0: at Bob's request. Oh. And then there was another one in 2007, where Deborah Curling, who worked at CBS, uh, was demoted and then f- fired. So she filed a wrongful termination suit, oh, which was dismissed.
1: Okay, so yeah, so I was thinking about it wrong. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first one, the first one was sexual harassment. Right. And then the second two were, were different. Okay. So, yeah. Kind of bizarre. <laughs> I'm glad he did a, a, a uh, he decided to leave the limelight as he was getting older and less healthy.
1: Yeah.
0: As opposed to miserable old Dick Clark. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there you have it.
1: Yeah. I'm, and I know, like, people consider him, like, the when we were growing up, the, to be, like, the patron saint of being homesick. Yes. Because when you were sick as a kid and there was... There was no internet for us old people. Yep. Like you watch, you you laid on the couch while your parents went to work and you watched The Fucking Prices Right. Yeah. And he was always there. Like, that he was. he was. He was everybody's nanny for a while.
0: <laughs> the nanny named Bob? The
1: nanny named Bob. Yeah
0: and then we had another one
1: which which one was this
0: and this is Jimmy Buffett
1: yes this just happened
0: this just happened died in yeah. 76 uh, married twice got three kids uh, Eight gold certified gold records, nine certified platinum or multi-platinum. Lots of number one hits. Uh, his followers were called the Parrot heads.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He died of an aggressive skin cancer.
1: Yeah, that's kind of fucked up.
0: So all that time on the boat. <laughs> Cover up, people.
1: You know, Cover I, up. I, I, I've known a lot of Parrot Heads in my life. And I have mm-hmm. never, I don't think I've, I know I've heard Jimmy Buffett songs, but it's never been one of those things where I've been like, oh, I'm a Jimmy Buffett fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never gotten the appeal of his particular brand of music.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like pop Caribbean. Yeah. Or sort of
1: country. Yeah, I mean I know people that have gone to tons of concerts and I'm just like that's not I, I don't get that. But I mean I mean everybody has their own thing.
0: He's got a following. Yeah. He's he's got a huge following.
1: Yeah, I mean he's got it he's got resorts and restaurants and all kinds of shit.
0: Yeah. I was really surprised I haven't seen anything about some sort of uh Memorial service down the street at his latest Margaritaville.
1: Oh, I'm sure there's probably, there's like when you walk in the lobby, there's probably like a picture of him that's draped in black curtains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess everybody should go to a dermatologist if you've been out in the sun. Ever. For a while. <laughs> and let them check you over. Because I mean he wasn't very old.
0: Well, seventy six.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's not old though.
0: That's not old today? I mean,
1: Bar Barker was old.
0: but yes, he was old. So oh, yeah, and then there are a couple of other deaths, but
1: yeah, there was one. I, I don't know, know. I know you don't follow wrestling. WWE. Yeah. Okay. But there was there was one. Uh, his stage name was Bray Wyatt. He died at 36. Wow. Um, he had he had, he had gotten COVID in the beginning of the year, which. Gave uh, an undiagnosed heart problem like more issues and told his girlfriend that he was going to go take a nap to wake him up in an hour. And he had a heart attack and never woke up. Ooh. Yeah. 36, though. That's fucking tragic. Wow. Wow. Yeah. There was another wrestler, too, that died like a couple of days before him named Terry Funk, who Mm. was like an absolute legend in wrestling and he was in his late 70s as well um,
0: so he w- he was part of the Captain Lou era of wrestling
1: yeah and, and like he wrestled into his I want to say into his 60s really yeah there's okay. a couple of wrestlers that are like Ric Flair and Sting and a couple of those like I think Sting's still wrestling and he's like in his mid 60s Wow. So I mean it still happens, but like yeah, th- this guy was like one of the big name um the guy Bray Wyatt. He was like one of the big name WWE stars at the at this moment. And yeah, passed away at 36. So That's a tragedy. Nobody should die early.
0: Yeah. that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, apparently while I was away there was an incident on my block. Oh really? Doesn't really give much detail <laughs> other than the 8600 block of where I live, which is where I live. Um there was a a The police blotter said it was a a threat of suicide. Oh. So now I'm kind of like looking at people wondering, you know, who's unstable.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, because there are only six or eight houses in that 8600 block, so. Right. Shouldn't be too hard to figure out. I'll just go door to door. Hey, everything okay? I just I just want to check. <laughs>
1: I've been I've been away for a couple of weeks. What's going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus.
0: So yeah, there's always excitement.
1: I mean, there was nothing on your like ring camera of like flashing lights.
0: Uh, no, because there's a delay in on the neighborhood blog about um, crimes being logged okay so that by the by the time I saw that something happened, my camera had already updated and
1: oh.
0: deleted anything that was there.
1: okay
0: yeah <laughs> so, so yeah never a dull moment. Wow have you watched anything since I've been gone?
1: Uh, I've watched a couple things. Yeah. Not a not a ton. Where do you want to start? Um, I guess we should do the obvious one. Um, I'm assuming that you've watched Ahsoka. Yes. And how do you feel about this latest Star Wars TV show?
0: Um, it feels like Andor, and then I think it's got a lot more story to tell. So I. I didn't really like the third episode, the most recent one with the uh
1: with the space uh,
0: following yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. I just I yeah, I didn't. <laughs> okay. Uh uh nice to see Mon Mothma popping up. I mean waiting for, you know, the rest of the rebels crew
1: yeah, I, I I like the show. I like it a lot. I think yeah, my love of Rebels, the the animated show, is is being rewarded by having the creator of that show write and direct these episodes. Um, and I know there's been a lot of stuff online about how if you haven't watched Rebels, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But my thought is who's watching this that didn't watch Clone Wars or Rebels that doesn't know who Ahsoka Tano is because she's not in anything else. Like if you're basing this off of the two episodes of the Mandalorian she was in or the one and the one book of Boba Fett one she was in, you don't get a sense of her, her history of or like her character. It's got, it's, anybody who's watching Ahsoka has got to be a fan of the animated shows. Um, Oh, definitely. And there's, I mean, that's how you know her. Right. And there's a ton of people that, that are bitching about it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't want to have to watch, you know, a bunch of a couple of hundred episodes of animation in order to follow this. And it's like, then don't watch it. Right. But like, you know, I showed, do
0: they not, do they not Google what I need to know before I watch Ahsoka? Well,
1: see, I don't. I don't know. And so, like, like I know in this house, I was the only one that had watched everything. So, like, I sat down and showed them specific episodes of what they were going to need to know, and like, you know, where Ahsoka came from, and who the the Ghost Crew is, and who who they're going to see in this show. Because I know that if you don't watch it, like when the purgals show up, you're going to be like, why is there a giant space well there? And it's like, well, no, that's that connects directly with the rest of what's going on. So, um, you know, if you, if you haven't watched it, you don't know who Ezra is and you don't know who Thrawn is other than a couple of right. like, references. So I don't know what these people are thinking but I think this feels the most star Wars to me than a lot of the other shows have. Um, I like, like it's kind of the way I felt about the first season of Mandalorian. It felt very, it, it didn't feel like the sequels. It felt like somebody who understood star Wars. And being that it's Dave Filoni and being that he had written both clone wars and rebels and has a grasp on the way that George Lucas tells these stories, I think it's much, it's a much better viewing experience than had somebody else tried to write this. And what I'm kind of excited about is after this next episode, they're pretty sure that there's only two shots in the trailers that haven't been seen. And those are the Thrawn shots, which is one from okay. him from behind and one from him from the front. So going into the second half of this season, nobody knows what the fuck's going on. And that kind of, that excites me to a level that I haven't felt for star Wars in a long time because If I know what's coming, I like I'm not going to be as enthused of like going into this week after week being like, I have no clue what's going to happen. And they can fucking do anything at this point. But it's cool because it feels like. With the way that they set up episode one with Ahsoka finding the map ball right in the ancient. Like temple. If Mm -hmm. that's pointing to Thrawn specifically, how would that have been placed there other than he's trapped in a time and not a place? And if that's, if, if that's what's going on, they're going to travel to the distant past to go get Thrawn. Interesting. Yeah. So, I know that they said that, that the Dave Filoni movie will wrap everything up and I'm assuming that they're going to come back to present star Wars time. But like this could really open up like a bunch of stuff and a bunch of the videos that I watched were saying like, if you watched Andor, there's a scene where, um, Oh, I can't think of his name. The, the guy who owns the antique shop, Luthen, Luthen, Luthen gives Andor a, a Kyber crystal, right? Uh, when he's dropping him off for the heist, and he talks about a species that's in that's been canon in Star Wars. It's like from a different, a distant galaxy, from a long, long time ago, and so they might be have been planting seeds throughout the other shows to get everybody on board to like Felony might be taking us to a different galaxy for a whole new set of like adventures
0: well I'm also wondering if Darth Maul's going to play a part
1: because of Sam Witwer
0: because but mm, I don't know if it would be Sam but yeah somebody just because uh, Morgan has admitted that she she was from Dathomir, right? Where the Night Sisters are from. And so,
1: like, I just watched something too that said um, if you pay attention to the soundtrack in Episode One, when Ahsoka's in, when Ahsoka's looking for the map, and she kind of leans down next to the pillar and puts her hand up on the little pillar thing.
0: Yes, yeah, so and she hears something.
1: She hears Darth Maul ask about the Chosen One.
0: Oh, that's whose voice that was. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I know everybody thinks that, that because Sam Whitwer was um Starkiller in the video games and we right. have a mystery character who whose name is very close to Star Killer's actual name. People are thinking that he's Starkiller. But he oh. he made he gave an interview on a podcast where he was like, Well, I can't really talk about anything because of the strikes and then he goes right. I don't even remember being in Ahsoka and then he was like oh no wait I, I did do some Ahsoka so whether he's lying or not like it's been proven that Darth Maul's voice has shown up in right. Ahsoka so I don't know That I mean I don't know if Merrick being Killer would be a good thing or not because it comes from a different, it come it comes more from legends than like regular canon, right? And I know that so did Thrawn, but like, I think maybe that's too much. But if he's if he's voicing like Darth Maul in like, in like scenes where people are concentrating into the Force and they're hearing voices you know i can totally see with with Mor- morgan being from dathomir that she's l- hearing him or even like um his brother um what's his Savage oppressed yeah he was voiced by um what's his name um oh god damn what's what's his last name clancy brown Mm -hmm. who has already been in this season of Ahsoka as Ryder from Rebels. So, you know, maybe they're hearing like the most powerful Sith versions of people from Dathomir. Right. You, You know, it could be fucking anything at this point. But I mean, I think it's, from what we've seen of star Wars television, I think this is going to rank high on the on, on enjoyable shows. Yeah. At least for me. Okay. You know, even, even if it turns out where they do some kind of weird left turn thing, I'd rather have bad star Wars and no star Wars. Well, maybe not the sequels, but for television. <laughs> right and i hope it i hope it proves to the people at be that at disney that star wars tv is worth it instead of getting rid of star wars tv in favor of movies yeah cuz i'm pretty sure that news came out while you were gone that disney is toying with the idea of not doing Uh, another season of Mandalorian and turning Mm -hmm. it into a movie. I I just, I don't think that Mandalorian works best when it's being able to let let it breathe and actually tell a story. Right. I don't think two hours is going to be enough. But I don't know.
0: Well, there was also a story about Tamara Morrison being replaced as Boba Fett, but not in the current tie line that it's actually part of a movie that may take place at a different time. So it's kind of clickbaity.
1: Like a like a standalone Boba Fett movie. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I mean, but if they're willing to de-age Mark Hamill, why would you, right. like, recast somebody? Right. I mean, I know he's been a little vocal about shit, but still. I don't know. With with Disney Plus raising their prices in November, it'll be interesting to see how many people jump ship.
0: Uh, Yeah. And pulling all their content from Spectrum is probably not helping the matter. No. Uh, So apparently, John Hamm is going to voice Boba Fett in a new audiobook.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, like I said, it was kind of clickbaity. Not to be confused with War Beatty.
1: What else did you watch while you were gone?
0: Uh, I'm still watching the after party. Okay. Which I think you would really like.
1: Okay. It's,
0: it's still in the vein of knives out. The worst thing about it is Tiffany Haddish. (laughs) If she weren't in it, it would be an awesome show. Okay. But it's, it's one of those murder mysteries where everyone's guilty and everyone has a motive and each episode is one of those people giving their side of the story. Okay. And it I just find it very very interesting the way they've they've handled it. Uh it's it yeah. I mean there's so many threads running through this there's only one episode left I think but it, it's it, it's a real enjoyable show I think
1: Okay.
0: highly recommend
1: alright have you been watching have Only you s- Murders in the Buildings yes
0: <laughs> oh my god this season is so good yeah they've was, kind of I ramped was, it up I was worried about Meryl Streep being, you know, stunt casting. Yeah. But, I mean, she's really good in this.
1: Yeah. I, and it's interesting because um, Paul Rudd's playing against type as well. Yep. And so, like. No, he's playing a douchebag. <laughs> is that what he always plays? I mean, this is more of an extreme douchebag than, like, a lot of the other stuff he's done. OK, you know, he's not he's not like super likable. It's not like an Ant-Man thing where you're kind of rooting for for him. You're like, oh, I'm kind of glad he's dead. Um. But I think the uh, the writing, I think when they decided to bring in. Meryl Streep, I feel like they decided to like up the the writing on this. Uh huh. Because there are there are winks and nods and like funny shit in here there's a i don't remember what episode it is but um Selena Gomez and um and Steve the, Martin uh, are are handcuffed in a basement yes yes and they're talking about how they solve the crime and Steve Martin says well we usually do it in like eight episodes and I like, I get, I mean, the podcast. A, yeah. But, but it's ta- it like, you can totally take that as they're giving a wink to the fact that like, this is going to be a little bit different. Okay. Um, and I just, I thought, I thought that was great. I think the writing on a whole is just a lot better this year. Um, I really like the, the, thing where Steve Martin was going into the White Room when yes. he was trying to sing the song. Yes. And coming out of it and like people are horrified and he's like, What happened? And they're like, Don't ever do that again. <laughs> it's kind of like the first season when he was seeing like the what was it, like the Looney Tunes characters? Yeah. And I feel like the second season was missing a bunch of that. So I'm kind of glad they're back to that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's 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 well done. I think the whole musical thing is an interesting way to take it in a new direction. Mm-hmm. So I yeah I don't think I've watched the fifth episode yet. Okay. But yeah, I mean I'm I'm loving it. I think it's great. I think everybody on the cast is great. I love, I love the, the, uh, possibly lesbian stage manager. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I, I know several people like her.
1: <laughs> I like the, I like the fact that like, cause we've, we've both worked on shows before where like, if something happens, everybody's clearing off that stage and like, right you know, the, the quote unquote main actor dies and they're, they're tearing the sets down and Martin short's like, no, don't do that. And it's like, that's totally what would happen. Right. The, the theater, the theater owner would be like, yeah, get all that shit out of there. We got to put something else in here.
0: Right. Yeah. I, i loved the was it the first episode where his body falls through the elevator?
1: Yeah. Yep. Or
0: was that the second episode?
1: Uh, I'm a little lost anyway it's one of those when
0: he when he falls through the ceiling as the doors open and and the principal from Pink Ladies is there
1: yeah yeah uh-huh
0: yeah and what does she say for fuck's sake or oh fuck me or S- something
1: something like that yeah
0: yeah I it's just really well done so what is it five more episodes four more episodes I hope we find out who wrote fucking pig on the mirror.
1: <laughs> you never know. Never know who it could be.
0: I think the killer is Andrea Martin.
1: Yeah.
0: Because she's a little psycho and she's very protective of Steve Martin's character. So, I don't know. I just get the feeling that she's the killer again. Like, all he does is date killers.
1: (laughs) He's got a type.
0: I think he has a type. Yes. (laughs) That's funny. Um, I've also been watching the full Monty reboot.
1: Oh, is that a thing?
0: On, a, it is a thing.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's everybody from the original cast, eight episodes, kind of where they are today. Oh, okay. And um, it, it's a very typical British show. Okay. In the way the characters interact with each other and stuff, but I. It's really kind of fun to watch. Um, all your favorites are there, you know, <laughs> Horse and and Lumper and uh-huh. Robert Carlyle is you know still great. I think I'm four or five episodes in. Okay. Uh, there's this this hilarious kind of recurring theme of. Um, Mark Addy's wife, Dave's wife, is now the administrator of a high school that's having a lot of financial problems. And she has to fire somebody. So she fires the music teacher because, you know, the arts aren't important. (laughs) Um, And um, they kind of realized that that was really important to reaching these kids in this high school. So she, she comes back as a volunteer. But she's teaching the kids songs like CeeLo Green's Fuck You <laughs> <laughs> and some some hardcore rap and, you know, it's very funny in that. But, I mean, the characters are still really interesting. So I'll be interested to see, you know, where it actually ends. Okay. You know, um... Robert Carlyle's son now has a son who's handicapped. There's all these scenes of like him and the him and Robert Carlyle like racing electric wheelchairs, and he takes him sledding on a hillside on a mattress. <laughs> okay. And there's no snow. <laughs> uh, it, it's very funny. I mean, they all they all get thrown off the mattress, and they're just laughing their asses off. Nice. So it's kind of nice that, like, they brought back the original cast, and now they're, you know, updating who they are.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that they had done a TV show.
0: They did. It's one of those hidden Disney Plus things.
1: Oh, it's on Disney Plus?
0: Uh, it's on either Disney plus or Hulu. One of the two. Okay. Probably Hulu because, yeah, it's Hulu in the U S and Disney plus in the UK. Oh, okay. I would think because of the obscenities.
1: So I just need to click my VPN over to England. Got it. There you go. (laughs) Yep.
0: I guess the uh, the writers' strike and SAG strike is still going on. It is. <sighs> did you hear that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon offered to pay Kimmel's writing staff for two weeks?
1: I did. Then uh, They're also like, I guess all of the late night shows are going to now be doing podcasts to keep their people employed because I guess that doesn't fall under any of the agreements. Oh, okay. Um, so they'll be able to at least keep them employed that way. Well, that's good, yeah, um yeah, and i I also don't understand like there were reports that the studios had come back to the writers and tried to like put a bunch of shit in the the contract that were like what the writers were asking for, but with like huge loopholes in them, so that sure. they could go in later and like fuck it over. And I was just thinking, like, you didn't think they were going to read the contract like they're writers. They do this shit for a living. Right. Why would they why would they just sign it? But uh, you and I have both worked for for unions where the people you're at the table with just are like, I don't fucking care. This is what we're giving you. Right.
0: Right you you can take this money in in any way you want but you're not getting more than this bucket sum yep so you can take raises you can take bonuses yep. you know whatever that is but you're only getting this much
1: yep so yeah i mean it's still and my kid was asking me about this the other day about she was asking me because there's a movie that's supposed to come out in october and she was wondering if I felt like it was going to get pushed back. And I was like, well, I don't think at this point, anything that's like scheduled is going to be pushed. Right. I truly feel like if the directors had had full power over like distribution or whatever, they could have brought Hollywood to their knees with just not releasing anything. Like if, if that's the way that Hollywood worked, they could have gone and been like, well, until you go back to the table, we're not releasing our movies. Right. But directors have a contract that they're working with. So, like, they can't do that. But that's the only thing that, like... Other than that, until they run out of shit to release, I don't think we're going to see any movement. I think they're going to try to wear everybody down. Right. And put people out of their homes, which is what they we're fucking talking about that's exactly
0: that's exactly what they want yeah that's just screwed up just screwed up you've got billions of dollars coming in you can afford to pay twenty dollar minimum wage well
1: and it was something like the lowest people something that i saw was like they could solve this with like like 0.17 of 1% of if each, if each studio gave that to the unions, they could avoid all this, but they're so hung up on, well, we're not going to give them anything that. Right. It's, I don't know. We're going to, we're going to be back to fucking reality TV.
0: Well, and you would think with all the revenue lost in ad sales for the past four months that that there would have been a bigger hit to their bottom lines. Now the the SAG guild is looking to go after video game uh, studios for pretty much the same reasons that they they joined the writer's strike. is like they want to pay you once mocap your body and likeness and just use you whenever they want
1: yep yeah I mean it's it's fucked up yeah and like there are verifiable figures like I I see I there there's something like with the streaming stuff of like like I know that they know exactly who's watching what and how many views it gets and all that kind of stuff. And that's a little murky, but like there are verifiable sales numbers for video games mm-hmm. that, you know, and if you talk to any voice actor or mocap artist, like video games is like one of the hardest things that you're ever going to do. Right. Um. Because there's so much that goes into them and like, you know, this character may go left instead of right. So it, for every decision there needs to be like a, like a bank of voiceover or a bank of, um, actions that, that this character can do. So I completely get that. Like, like you're, you're putting your heart and your soul into this shit and they're just being like, okay, here's a very small sum of money. Thanks. And some of these games make billions of dollars. Mm hmm so yeah and they're going to have another problem because now um visual effects companies or visual effects workers are wanting to unionize Yep, and that's going to be another thing that they're going to have to deal with imagine them bringing the the industry to their knees with no visual effects artists working right like yeah they're gonna they're gonna send it out to overseas to do it but you end up getting shit like the flash in return <laughs> right where like um, there was a thing that came out recently that's that they were trying to examine why the, the visual effects in the flash movie look so bad mm-hmm. and it came down to them not wanting to spend money on the visual effects or the time and like some of those shots were done in hours and not weeks right and so you get all these rubber looking shit that they're pushing out and it's just like you can't blame the visual effects artists they did what they could in that time and so once they unionize then they can really bring everything to their knees and like you, you know I don't know what happens after that right cuz i don't know how you how marvel or disney or any of those people get anything done on the scale of those movies with no visual effects artists and ilm's closing shops around the world so
0: yes singapore's shut down yeah they shut down singapore is shutting down yeah yeah
1: I mean, it's, it's just an industry problem. It's just people hoarding money in the wrong places. Yeah. But I mean, the bottom, I I truly feel that the bottom line that the studios feel is like they don't care what the visual effects look like. They just need asses and seats in the first, in the first weekend.
0: Right. And if there's enough hype behind us. Yep. They'll fill those seats, but then they'll see a nosedive when it's not done well.
1: Yep, and they, at that point they don't care because they've got the bulk of their money back. Yep. So it's not it's not like the artists who are like, "I want to make this the best that I can." They're just like, "No, it's costing too much money. Just fucking throw whatever in there." Right. Art is dead. Nobody cares anymore.
0: Yes. That is true.
1: <laughs>
0: TikTok. We'll have 90-second TV shows from now on.
1: I wouldn't put that past anything. I think, you know, yeah. they they'd reach out to creators and be like, "Here's your shot." Right. Do the 90-second dance-off. You know, shit that people are willing to put out there that, you know. But people are watching it. People are watching it.
0: Yeah, look how far we've come.
1: Goldfish TV. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's kind of... uh discouraging is that what I'm thinking
1: it is it is as as you know as people are coming up with wanting to make content or be directors or actors or whatever and seeing that the people before them aren't being appreciated or taken advantage of or whatever like yeah I mean just imagine all the people that want to be actors that get onto these sets and then like, they're like, Oh, you're going to be scanned and sign this piece of paper that says we can use your likeness and whatever. Yeah. You know, that's,
0: but people are going to do it.
1: Well, and apparently a lot of people are doing it without understanding what they're signing because there was, there was a report that Disney and Marvel pulled that shit on WandaVision That all of the background people were scanned being told that it was for, um, what did they say in the article? It was something to do with like uh, continuity between days. And what they found was they were using those scans to fill in the background and not pay those people for those days. So there's some sketchy shit going on.
0: Well, there always has been. Yeah. Now that you, you know, we have access to the internet, we're finding out all these dirty little stories. Yeah. Frightening times, my friend. Frightening <laughs> times.
1: Well, I can't wait to be replaced by CGI.
0: Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't have to get out of bed. I don't have to go into the office. Go for it. Oh, what else is going on?
1: Well, I mean, there's there's a bunch of accountability shit that's going on in the world. Yeah. There's been a mugshot since we last talked.
0: Yeah, I was <laughs> still hoping for the cavity search.
1: <laughs> and anybody who thinks he weighs 215 pounds,
0: or that he's six foot three, or
1: that he's six foot three has has serious fucking issues. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: I don't understand why they get to self-report that shit.
0: Well, I don't either. It's like, why didn't he go through the full process? Because
1: there is a double, a dual-tier justice system. It's just in his favor. As opposed to what everybody well, else when says. Well,
0: when you've bought most of the judges out there, of course it is.
1: Well, it is nice to see that a couple of them are standing up for Actual law?
0: Well, and with seeing all the Proud Boys being sentenced to prison terms, it's like, okay, I'm still hopeful. Yep. Let's hope it uh it happens.
1: I hope so too. I don't know I'd like to think that we'll see accountability
0: I hope so I hope the 14th amendment thing takes takes you know precedence on this whole situation
1: I mean but they can show through through tweets that he aided and abetted the or gave comfort to the insurrectionists Of course he did. Like, like that's totally provable. So I don't see how, and I know that they said like, oh, the blue states will try to bar him, and that'll go to court. And then the red states will try to put him on and that'll go to court. But I think we need to start doing that so that at least that question is answered. Right. Because I want (sighs) to say there were other politicians of a lower tier that have been barred from running again because of January 6th. Mm -hmm. so why wouldn't the top moron be held accountable oh it's a political attack Powerful. fuck him
0: I hope that he is held accountable and I hope he just scorches everybody with the dirt he has on them everyone I mean, don't you think he's got video of Lindsey Graham and drag getting butt fucked?
1: Well, he's got something. I mean, there's been Lindsey is so fucking pathetic, but like there was like photos of him and Trump on a golf course after he had like badmouthed Trump and mm-hmm. Trump handing him like a, like a manila envelope and him peering into it and then him changing his tune the next day on TV. So he's got shit on people. I mean, he's a he's a fucking mafia. Like, yeah. Oh,
0: that's exactly who he is.
1: So he's getting dirt on everybody.
0: Right. Well, and I mean, just the way he operates is that everything in his life is transactional. Yep. So if he does get incarcerated and he's not put under home arrest or some other bullshit, he's going to manipulate everybody in that jail the same way he manipulated his secret service yeah you know whether it's you know giving somebody you know five grand for your kids tuition or something well you just bought somebody you know you do that enough times and uh, you know whatever it's very scary
1: well, yeah, hopefully hopefully justice will be served. Cuz if if it's not, then democracy's kind of dead. Mhm. And I don't know like the, the the fun part will be to see who the Republicans put up if he is disqualified. Because well, it
0: looks like they're going with this Indian guy. <laughs>
1: They're never going to let him run. They're never going to let him run because he's not white.
0: Well, then your option is DeSantis.
1: But they're pulling b- back from him too because he I can't know. fucking do anything. Like it's really weird, and that's what I'm I'm looking forward to is the chaos that this is going to ensue. Right. With Dark Brandon out there, I don't think that they're going to fucking be able to like step toe to toe with the shit that's been coming out of the white house.
0: Well, and I kind of wish dark Brandon would, would pull that shit onto status who now doesn't want to meet with him. When he's in Florida this weekend for, you know, touring the, uh, the hurricane damage. Yep. It's like, I, I, I would love to see him say that, you know, all you people in Florida who just got affected by the hurricane, if you immediately drop your allegiance to DeSantis, you'll get all the support you need. But as long as you're still behind him, you're going to have to wait your turn like everybody else.
1: Yeah, but that's not Biden. Like that's not
0: I know it's not Biden. But at all you've got to play dirty with these people because that's how they play.
1: But I like the fact that he was like, you know, he called, he he like called DeSantis and was like, whatever you need, we're there for you. And right. DeSantis had to say that in a press conference. And right. So like, like they may, these people may hate Joe Biden, but like he was there for them and he can use right. that later on and be like, look, you didn't want to fucking meet with me and I took care of your people anyway, because right. that's what we do in this fucking country. It's not we're not going after private companies because they're too woke. Like, like imagine if if they went and like looked at every single business that got affected and was like, oh, no, you voted Republican. Sorry. Right. But that's the thing that fucking Republicans would do. So, you know, try to be the bigger man, but like stick it to them. Right. Hopefully he can hang on to that persona.
0: Let's hope. <laughs> Let's hope. I mean, the White House is definitely not rolling over in this case. So, no.
1: No. And it seems like they're they're starting to not pull their punches. It's, it seems like they're really starting to go after the people for face value and being like, no, like the, the thing that was reported where they're putting up signs for all of these infrastructure projects that say Mm -hmm. that it was passed by Biden because all these idiots that voted against it are now taking credit for it. Right. Like that's fucking awesome. I'm so glad that they're doing that.
0: Well, and calling out senators like Tommy Tuberville for stalling uh, military funding and, you know, leadership appointments.
1: Yeah, these people are the fucking worst.
0: They are. They're shit human beings. But unfortunately, that's what we allow in this world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ever since the Kardashians became popular, (laughs) people don't look at it and go, well, you know, Kim Kardashian's a whore because her mother released a a sex tape. Right. But they're like, oh, my God, she's such a powerful woman and she's got all these businesses and she's so successful. And it's like, you people are idiots. (laughs) You are just idiots. Well, yeah you know just secretly take a poll you know like a what's what's the the, the television polling nielsen ratings
1: Oh uh, the nielsen ratings
0: where where you got like a box in your house and it, it records you know your viewing habits
1: right
0: and just locate all those people who who are watching this damn show and conveniently forget to give them ballots <laughs> If you take I think if you take the stupid out of it, we have a hope. But until then, it's just dismal.
1: Yeah. Dismal. That's it's, it. It's funny.
0: Yeah. If I were in charge, I'd be putting some people <laughs> Blow up the plane of your your adversary. Oh, no, that was a tragic accident. Oh, no, he's got this strange disease that nobody can trace, and he's going to die. It's like, come on, there are ways.
1: Well, I do like the fact that the Republicans are trying to now say that Biden is trying to do that to Trump. And it's like, no, we don't want to make him a martyr. We want to hold him fucking responsible.
0: Well, and they're going to impeach Biden. Because they have nothing better to do
1: they're, but they're not They're
0: They're just posturing.
1: Well, there's no there's no evidence of anything.
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when you've got the entire Senate and House in cahoots.
1: The Senate's not going to pass it, though. No. Senate's controlled by the, the Democrats.
0: Right. So why aren't they held accountable and being told to knock the shit off?
1: Well, because coward McCarthy is letting Ugh. them do that so that he can pass budgets. Yeah. He, he basically said, he, he basically said, um, I'll let you do this inquiry, but you've got to vote on the budgets and not shut right. down the government. And so he's because he's the weakest fucking Speaker of the House they've ever had, under the threat that they can just replace them, he's going to give them what the fuck they want. But it's not it's not going to get through the Senate. Senate's so going to look at that and laugh. But I also right. I also kind of feel like there's enough there's enough Republican Congress people that might come to their senses to be like, what are we doing? Yeah, like that they're not going to get a pass in Congress either. And if that's the case, then they're really fucked. Hmm. Hopefully, because then that really is a political witch hunt. Sure. So,
0: but when we're allowing Mitch McConnell to stay in office, oh, at, what is he? One hundred and twenty oh, now?
1: Oh man! I,
0: I mean, how many times does he have to freeze on camera for people to realize that he's unfit for service?
1: Well, and they really need to. They really need to investigate the the. Capitol Hill doctor mm-hmm. that said Who that he was sick. He's, he's healthy? Yes. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah,
0: I mean, I kind of feel the same way about Diane Feinstein. It's like, look, yeah, you're ancient. Fucking grow up and quit. Right. Just do it. Do the right thing, because now you're going to look like this old piece of shit who didn't want to give up her position of power.
1: Right. And that's just, they they said the same thing about um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Was they right. they asked she her should've. repeatedly while there was a Republican or uh, while there was a Democrat president to retire. Yep. So that they could put somebody young in there and keep the balance. And they were like, nope. She was like, no, I'm going to stay. And then she died, and uh, yeah. was replaced. And we
0: got all these, all these assholes from
1: Trump. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. God help the kids of the world, because
1: yeah, they're, they're the ones that are going to suffer. Yeah. That's what the boomers don't you know. fucking get.
0: No. And you know again. There's a certain point where your opinions are no longer valid. Right. Go go move to the villages.
1: <laughs> Get some Put SDDs. a pineapple
0: on your doorstep. Exactly. <laughs> uh. And let the people that you're you're gonna leave behind fix your problems. Right. Well not fix your problems, but fix the mess you've left them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible,
1: <laughs> horrible, good times. Yeah, all right. You got anything else for this week?
0: No, no. I think I'm talked out. <laughs> I'm on my soapbox.
1: Okay, all right. We'll leave it there for this week then all right but if you want to get in touch with us you can always send us an email at info with dan's you can follow us on facebook and youtube and let us know you're listening so until next week this is chris this is john have a good week
0: i'm still looking for my lost shaker of salt